Hi, I'm Brandon. And I'm Megan. For years, we were stuck in a rut, always complaining that nothing ever changed for us. And then we realized, if we wanted to improve our lives, we had to put in the work. Each week on this podcast, we'll get into an aspect of personal growth, relationships, or just life. Through our own experiences and guest interviews, we hope to inspire you to make your own positive changes. Welcome Welcome to to the the Fools in Love Podcast. Podcast. Hey, y'all, welcome back to another episode. We are here again, yes, and we are so happy that you're tuning in, and today we're going to ask you a question right off the top, and we want you to be honest. How much time do you spend complaining? Man, this is a tough one when I've been reflecting on it, and it's really been something that's been coming up a lot for me lately, and I've started to pay attention to it more, even more so in the last three months, but certainly in the last like six months to a year. I really pay attention to how much I'm personally complaining and then how much I just hear, whether it's in media, news, social, wherever, the people I interact with, the people at the grocery store, the people, you know, in traffic, whatever it is, and how much time we just spend complaining about things. So much so that this year, I've actually, for, for ourselves and for our company, I've thought of something that I want to basically live by. And it's just two simple phrases. Stop complaining and stay positive. If I can do that this year, I'm going to consider myself a success. I mean, those are really big goals. Like they seem pretty like whatever, but if you really tried to live by those, and I know you will, because you're saying you're going to, like that's no easy undertaking. I think that's pretty cool. Right. And the thing is when it's conscious in your mind, like as it comes up, it just... Again, I keep track of how many times I've actually been complaining and just like, you know, and and I can hear a lot of people saying like, I mean, it's like, well, you know, I, yeah, but life's tough and I have this and I have that. And I'm not trying to discount that. I I, I'm completely with y'all. Trust me. Life is hard. Life sucks at times. And I wrote on Instagram the other day, but it's like the world will break your heart seven days a week and twice on Sundays. They will. They'll give you a reason to be mad. They'll give you a reason to grumble. But ultimately, you have the choice. And we preach that to y'all all all day long. And I'll continue to say it and uh, because I want you to hear me. The way you're showing up and the way you're allowing your interactions to affect you is everything, y'all. It's everything. Yeah. And it's funny because as you're saying that, I'm thinking about like how much I realize that I'm complaining because it's reflected in our children. Like... I'll notice my complaining because our kids will start to do the same exact thing. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to shape up because like our six-year-old and our three-year-old are starting to sound like me. Like I'll be grumbling and moaning and groaning about something. And then here pipes in, you know, the the first grader about something or even worse, like the three-year-old, he's got some thoughts too. And I'm like, oh geez, like if I complain about, if I complain in the car with him about traffic, I know that he's about to start in with me. He'll be huffing and puffing from that car seat. And I'm like, oh, come on, Meg, you can do better than this. Like they're just, they just really, really amplify it for me. And I'm like, oh, clean up your act, girl. Right. But the reality is, well, a lot of us mirror what we see and what we see is a lot of negativity. And we've talked about that before. We don't need to delve in that as much again. But when you look at that and when you picture that, then you're just reacting and you're being reactive to what everyone else does. And what we want you to do is be proactive in how you're showing up each and every day. And so today we're going to get into how we can stop complaining, how we can be hopefully a little bit more positive and kind of kick all that negativity, all those thoughts, all that victimhood to the curb. But 
before we do that, I wanted to give a little review shout out today because we got a review from Jay Benito. I hope I'm saying that right, Jay. And they said, power couple. They hit on amazing topics that are thought-provoking, insightful. Thank you for this show. Well, Jay Benito, you are very welcome. And thank you so much for the review. And we always ask y'all, and it'll be such a amazing thing for us. If you would consider giving us a review, just head over to Apple Podcasts, say, leave a review, let us know your thoughts on the show, even ask us questions in there because we review those and we'll be glad to answer them. And maybe on the next episode, you'll get a shout out. Okay. So when I was reflecting on this for me, man, this is tough, but I, as you know, I got to be real with y'all. I realized I was being a victim I was playing the victim, and I mean, I was playing the victim a lot. For much of my life, especially into adulthood, once I like got out of like the high school stage into college, then certainly once I got out of college and into the real world, you can't see my hand quotes, but Meg can, it was this idea of like, it was always someone else's fault, or it was always up to someone for why I wasn't getting what I needed, or I couldn't get the job I wanted because it was someone else. Like they wouldn't hire me. And if only they would give me a chance. And and then it was like, well, I could do this, but you know, the government screwed up or, you know, I, I went to college and I bought the lie and I got the student loans. And now like, I can't even pay these because someone sold me the lie that like I needed to go to college and I needed to do these things. And you see the rabbit hole that you keep going down. But I'm going to be real too, like coming out of 2020, I feel like most of us went through 2020 and we played that victim card. I know I did like to start out, it was like, what is this? Why is this happening? Why is this happening to me? Why? Why? Why is, why are our kids staying home? Why do we have to stay home? Why are we doing this? And it was like, it was always pointing the finger at either the government or a certain person or a certain group or just the outside world for what was happening in my life. And it took all the responsibility off of me for like showing up the way I should show up. And the thing is, I want to state again, like I'm not trying to be insensitive. I know all of us were going through some crazy stuff in 2020. I realize even in 2021 now, we're going to be going through some crazy stuff. But you got to be real with yourself and don't play that victim card because it's not serving you at all. It's just not. The only thing that it's doing is holding you in your current circumstance. Mm, That hurts a little bit. Like I feel pretty convicted now that you're talking about this because I can assure you that I spent much of my life playing the victim, like complaining about things that are really within my control, but because there was a convenient excuse or a convenient person to lay that on or a convenient circumstance to lay that on, I went ahead and did that almost every time. Like it was never anything internal about me. It was like you or, you know, work or this person, that person, my parents, the way I grew up, you know, anything like that is just like a great excuse for all of that. And I think that's really interesting that it's playing into like today in 2021, all these past things. Well, and it's all really in how it's like those, all those things, like all those things you just said, they're all valid points. Like they're real, like your environment, your past, the things you went through, they affect you. They grew you into the person you are today and that's fine. But then you got to take account of the fact of whether that's serving you or not, because the where I found myself years ago at this point 
is I got to a breaking point where I was like, this cannot be it. This cannot be it. And I pointed the finger at everyone and everything until one day I stood in front of a mirror and looked at myself and said, it's you, man. It's you. And like you said, you think that's easy to do? It's not. And I still grapple with this today, y'all. Like I still do this. I know it's in my own head. I know I'm the one doing it. And even though I'm aware, I know how hard it is to get past it. But I got some good news for y'all with that. Because when you stand there and you look in the mirror and I realize for me and you'll realize for you that maybe it is you. That's a problem. But you are also the solution. You can figure it out. And that is an incredible thing. Because like you said, Meg, I mean, that's, that's hard. That's a hard pill to swallow. It really is. Because the reason we do that, the reason we point to other people and things and circumstances and whatever is because that's easy. Because mm-hmm. then when I'm not meeting my goals, well, it wasn't me. I'm not the problem. It's this, it's that. And, and it's so easy to do that. And then you can feel justified and better about it. But what we're asking y'all is start looking at yourself. Start looking internally and how you are victimizing yourself or crippling yourself into moving forward into the person you want to be. How do we stop the blame game and how do we stop the complaining and how do we move forward so that we can crush our lives? Well, I think a lot of it is doing a lot of things we've talked about in the past, but again, they never go away. It's that comparison game because most of us are looking at other people and we're, we're comparing with them for what our life should be. And then like, because they have it and we don't, then we're the victim. Then it's our, then that somehow we're limited because we don't have the resources. We don't have the time like they do. We don't have the perfect spouse like they do. We don't have the perfect job like they do. We don't have the perfect company. We don't have the followers. We don't have the likes. We don't have all the things that make that possible. And so by looking at that, it just shines a light on us and what we don't have. But then you're limiting yourself and you're living in a very small mindset because you can't break out of that because you're constantly looking at someone else for what your life should be. But that's not you, y'all. It's not. Right. And then that's a really dangerous thing because once you're comparing, then that's where the complaining pops in. Because if you didn't have those comparisons right then, what what would you be complaining about? Oh, I'm not going on the vacations. You wouldn't think about that other than you just saw, you know, Jane over there going on vacation. Like it wasn't on the top of your radar until somebody else was doing it. And then you have something all brand new to complain about and lack. So there you go. The other thing we do is we just, we, we're very good at just reverting back to the old thing. Like we want different results. We've all heard it. You know, if you keep doing the same thing, expect different results. That's the definition of insanity. I think that was Einstein. The point is we all do it. We know it's true and we still do it. And coming into a new year, we're still in the new year. Some of y'all might've reverted back to your old ways already. You had a resolution, you had a goal, you haven't stuck to it. So what are you going to do now? Because a lot of times we want to be a certain place and we want to do what a certain person's doing. We want to compare and we want to be like, that's my mountaintop and that's where I want to be. But then we don't want to make a change or do anything differently to get there. Mm -hmm. And I was guilty of this tenfold. I sat there day after day and I wanted things to change and I didn't do a damn thing to change it. Mm. Yeah. As you're talking, I'm thinking about all the things that like people will say like, 
yeah, I just, I just can't lose the weight. Like that's their complaint or no, I just can't build a company. I just can't do whatever. Fill in the blank. Doesn't matter. Like they just can't do it because they have all these reasons. And I just think it's hilarious that we all do that exact same thing. Like have all the excuses lined up and all the reasons. And like you said, we're just like, no, I can't do it. And I'm going to try the same things over and over and expect it to be different this time. And it never is. Yeah. And a lot of it too is like when you take that moment and you look in the mirror and you look at yourself, there's no one else to look to. Because a lot of times all those thoughts, the things we talked about, like you're reliant on other people to make your dream happen. You're reliant on other circumstances to make your dream happen. But when you look in the mirror, it's only you in the mirror. It's only you making that decision to change it. That doesn't mean you're not going to have obstacles. That doesn't mean things aren't going to come in your way. But it just means that you have the power to figure it out and you're going to do that. And I think that it truly does start right there where you're at because the first step to not complaining and not making it all excuses all the time is just to be aware that you're doing it. Like the more you can just be aware of every single time that you go down that path, I think you're going to come out better and stronger just for simply realizing it. Right. And I think a lot of us are really good at saying too, we're either saying, well, one of two things. A lot of us are saying, what if? Well, what if this happens? What if that happens? What if I don't get this? What if my family doesn't support me? What if I try for this and then my job, like I lose my other job? Or what if this happens? And we want to, a lot of times look into the future on what might possibly happen and it, and it cripples us from doing anything at all. So we sit there and think, what if? And then the other thing we do that I'm guilty of all the time is just wishing things were easier. I sit there and say, well, I just, I, if this was just easier, why is this so hard? Man, I wish this was easy. And you know what? If it was easy and if I did do it, I wouldn't have learned anything. I wouldn't have grown. And I would just assume that it's always going to be easy. So then what's going to happen on the next time when it's not easy? Because some people do get lucky, but the reality is most people don't. Most people fall on their face every day for 10 years at a time. And then eventually they're an overnight success, right? Mm-hmm. An overnight success. Like, and, and I can hear it so many times and I'm sure y'all have heard it. And I know it's not true. I know people aren't just like waking up and all of a sudden they have an opportunity and that's just, that's just what happened. They went viral or whatever. Like, I mean, we hear of people this happening, but a lot of times I sit there and wish like things would be easier, but then like I, then I don't grow. Thing is, and the reality is in all those valleys is where the biggest growth happens. And that's how you really become the person you're meant to be because there's obstacles in your way. You show yourself you can overcome those obstacles. And then every time an obstacle comes up again, it's not like they get any easier. You just get better. You just get better each time that happens. And there's so many things, me and Mac have this conversation all the time that like come up now at work or in life where we're like, okay, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll just deal with it or whatever. And you know, we'll just, we can rise to the occasion. We can do this. We can do that. But a lot of us are stuck so much in the place of wishing things were easier or wishing someone would help us or wishing something would be different. And then we just stop ourselves from being where we want to be. And again, that's not serving you. But that is just stopping you, the future you and holding you back from becoming so much more. And so now that we're talking about this grumbling and this complaining or this like being upset, now we need to kind of unpack, hopefully for y'all, how to show up differently each day and how to not be limiting yourself and not playing the victim card. And it's not easy too, but again... But back to what I was saying earlier, 
it starts really at that awareness level. And the best way to be aware of it is to start tracking it for yourself. Just start paying attention to how many times you're in your daily life, you're thinking about even opening your mouth to complain. Like even if you don't actually do it, how many times are are those thoughts in your head? How many times are you about to open your mouth to say something negative, to complain about someone or something or whatever's happening next in your life? Even though I know I shouldn't be, I'm still doing it all the time. Like it's something that I'm trying to be better at for sure every single day because let me tell you, there's a lot of negative that wants to come out of me that needs to be turned into positive. So I think that if we just can track that somehow, that if we can just make ourselves aware of that, that's a really good place to at least begin this journey of turning our complaining into something way more productive. Yeah. And I and I challenged our community this week. I, I actually said, because I tried this myself and it was scary. I mean, the results are scary. I'm just going to tell you right now before I even tell you what it is. But like Megan was saying, you need to start being aware because awareness is the first step. So the way you become aware is you, it's real simple. It's cheap. It's easy, but you got to be transparent with yourself. You got to be, you know, willing to do the work. It's not much work, but you take a blank piece of white paper. Every time you have a thought that's negative or you speak something that's negative, you mark a tally on that paper. And at the end of the day, before you go to bed, you look at that paper and you see that number grow and you see what that number is at the end of the day. And you will be astonished, y'all. I promise you'll be astonished. And again, it's not just, it's just thinking it. You don't even have to be saying it. But like, even if you wanted to only track the times you say it, you'll still be astonished at how often it happens. Oh, yeah. It's, it's just awareness is key because the great thing is like you can become aware and then you have to change it. And one of the things we've talked about or we're going to be talking about too is just like how to change that. But that is key to start. And it's the easiest thing to do. You grab a piece of paper and a pen and you start tallying it up. And at the end of the day, you reflect. And then I took it a step further with our community too, to say, okay, now that you've done that for a day, now you take each one of those tallies and you think of something you're grateful for in its place. And you speak it. You speak it out loud because there's science behind the fact that if you speak it out into the world, it gives it power. So you speak out those gratitudes for each time that you were thinking those negative thoughts and you show yourself, your mind, your subconscious that no, you're not like grumbling and a negative person. You are a positive person and you're going to be grateful for the things you have. And all of us have things we can be grateful for, big or small. Yeah. A good example for me was just yesterday when I was going, I was stuck behind somebody going, well, first of all, in North Carolina, for whatever reason, when when it rains at all, people go so slow when they drive. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like if the speed limit is 45 and it's raining and I don't mean like torrential downpours, I mean like it's sprinkling out. Like people will decide that they need to go like 25 miles an hour, like 30 max. And you're trying to get around, but like, there's no, there's no hope for you because it doesn't matter what lane you're in. You're just, you're just done. Like nobody is going to move around. So I was grumbling a little bit. I was complaining about how ridiculous people are in North Carolina when it rains and why I just want to punch them all in the face. Sorry, but I do. And I was like, oh my gosh. But then I thought to myself, you know what though? Like what a privilege that I can be on the road right now. Like I have a car, I have a place where I'm going. My child is in a great daycare that I know, love and trust. Like I'm going to pick him up right now. There are all these great things about it. Like, yeah, it's raining and yeah, it kind of stinks that people are going way too slow from my taste. But also there are a million great things that are coming just 
to my brain right now about the fact that I even have a car to drive in. Like not everyone in this world has a car to drive in. And here I am complaining about the cars around me going too slow. Yeah. And, and I mean, that's the the best part is like, I, first of all, I totally agree with what you said, but I can, I, I know people are thinking like, well, yeah, but that's, you know, it's just like a cliche thing to say, but it works. The thing is it works. Like you just have to try it. Because you're being triggered and you're being triggered into a negative thought. And the only way you're going to correct that is by correcting your way of thinking. So you got to be thinking about the positive things. And it's like, we're not saying that you can't have feelings, that you can't like be like, we're not sitting, walking around whistling and, you know, feeling positive and happy and giving each other affirmations all day. I promise you. (laughs) But you can say a thought, you can have a complaint, but a lot of us internalize it and then it becomes the narrative of our life. What we're challenging you with is do not let negativity and complaining become the narrative of your life. Because what's happening in those times is you're becoming a victim of your circumstances and the things you're going through. But you're not a victim of your circumstances. The only thing that's happening is you're just enabling your circumstances and giving them power to hold you back. But you're allowing that to happen. And again, it's not easy to hear. And I'm not trying to be negative because I'm right there with you. I'm not judging any of you. But some of y'all need to hear this. This has been on my heart lately and some of y'all need to hear this. You need to stop complaining. There's just too much of it going on and it's holding people back from their goals and who they want to be. You got to take responsibility for yourself and how you show up. And I know like you're already probably thinking about all the different things that are going on in your life and I don't know what those are. And we have our own struggles. Like, my gosh, we try to be honest on this podcast, but trust me, we have our own struggles and things that we're upset about, things we're complaining. Like right now, we're trying to move. And it's like, it's so stressful. And I know it's going to be stressful. And I've been complaining about it. I have. But then I've also been aware of that. And I've tried to change the narrative in my own mind. And also, not only like realizing what you're doing internally to yourself, but realizing the impact that it has on those around you. Like if you can just stop and pause and think, okay, yes, I'm complaining. Not only is that affecting me negatively, but it's also affecting everyone that I, that's even around me right now. That will hopefully give you some reasoning beyond yourself as to why you shouldn't continue on this path. Like if I know that my complaining and my negativity is bringing my whole family down around me or the whole office down around me, then it's going to make me want to stop because I don't want to be the person that just brought down a whole household or a whole office. I don't want to be the person that everyone doesn't want to be around because I'm just too upset. I'm too negative. I'm too sad. I'm too whatever, all the feelings. And it happens. It happens so easily. Like if Brandon or I are sitting around mad or upset or complaining about something, I'm telling you what, this household feels it. Like our kids are all of a sudden hot messes and we're like, oh, geez, what's wrong with them? Well, we're what's wrong with them. And same thing at work. Like it doesn't matter where you are, what the environment is. You will feel that and you will pass that on to those around you every time. (laughs) The best part is, as you're saying that, no one wants to be around that person. No, I don't even want to be around that person. No one. the one doing it. Right. No one wants to be around that person. Like you can all think of that person who's just negative all the time, like every time when they're talking about anything. But, you know, a lot of times we need to figure out, like, we are that person. Like, I'm that person sometimes. I am. But, like, if none of us want to be that person, then why are all of us acting like that person? Like, so much of us, like, 
are looking at our circumstances and we like are held back in the past by like what someone else did, but we're acting just like that person or we're doing that exact same thing or we're leaving ourselves in that exact same place. (laughs) Y'all like you can control that. You can change it. It sounds so silly to say, but it's so easy because me and Meg did it for our own lives and we're not perfect. Like we still struggle with it every single day, every single day. Oh yeah. And thank you for bringing up the fact that like other people around you can be very negative and that will affect you because I just want to point out that if there is that one person, like you were saying, B, if there's that one person that you feel is like always negative, it's not just like today they're having a bad day. It's like they are negativity personified. Spend like spend some time thinking about that and maybe it's time for you to distance yourself a little bit from them. Obviously, don't like give up your family members over it. But what I'm saying is it might be time to just slowly back away a little bit from that. If it's affecting you because they're never positive, like truly think about that and make sure that you're doing what's best for you too, because you cannot be you cannot expect to be happy and positive and stop your complaining if that's all you're taking in. If that's all that's around you, that's going to be a problem for you. You will soak that in. So make sure that when you need to, you take a little bit of a break from people that might be affecting you that strongly. Okay, y'all. So we're going to leave you with this. Just like we said, I mean, the awareness is key. You have to figure out what needs to happen. And you have to take responsibility for yourself. You have to see the things that you're putting yourself around. You have to see the environments you're putting yourself in, see who you're interacting with and consider your thoughts. And I challenge y'all to do that tally mark system. I'm telling y'all it's going to be scary, but my hope would be that you do it again next week and the week after that. And then you'll see those tally marks gradually going down and down and down because the more you become aware, the more likely you are to stop complaining and stay positive. Hey B, what did you think of that episode? I think it was pretty dang good. Well, what should someone do if they enjoyed these last 30 minutes? They should probably head over and leave us a review so we can reach more people. They definitely should. Guys, if you like the Fools in Love podcast, please go follow us over on Instagram at Fools in Love podcast. We'd love to connect with you and learn more about what you'd like to hear. 